0: everybody what's going on it's jesse lee and call me hashtag boss they the people's mentor and this is episode 438 of the show i'm gonna keep this intro short and sweet this entire episode is all about forgiveness and uh, i don't really think i need to say much except for you need to listen to it and you need to consider uh probably forgiving some people because remember hurt people hurt people remember that forgiveness is for you not for them and remember the only way you're gonna be able to move forward is by forgiving for a lot of you um I don't really have much else to say. So I hope you guys love this episode. I don't think it's possible I make income claims in this episode. So I'm not going to give you a little disclaimer. But if you do love this episode, please make sure you leave a five-star review on Apple iTunes um, or Spotify or wherever you can leave reviews. We're going to do a giveaway um, at 2,500 five-star reviews. But I really love you guys and I appreciate you. And I just knew I needed to upload this episode. This is Thanksgiving weekend that I'm uploading it. And I think a lot of you probably need to hear some of the messages inside of this training. So God bless y'all. I hope you love it. And if you do, make sure you screenshot it, put in your stories, tag me at I'm Boss Lee, Text some friends and make sure you share the podcast. I don't run any ads, so that's the only way to spread the news. Love you guys. Enjoy.
1: Like I said, today's training is going to be all about true forgiveness. And the reason why I need us to talk about this more is because there are, there's, quite frankly, a lot of drama just in our space. Not on our team. Quite frankly, I'm very Thankful that our team is not a bunch of drama llamas. Uh, but overall, in business, this is just something that's consistent. And especially in a profession where this is a volunteer sales force, how many of you have heard that and you're like, what does that mean? Okay. So when you're like, <laughs> <laughs> volunteer sales force literally means I'll use the salon as an example. Um, when I bought the hair salon, there were these two girls and they were bullies. Okay. Like they bullied everybody. They bullied the former owner. They bullied the former manager. They bullied their, their teammates. They bullied everybody. And, and, and one of them was, you know, had the, the most booked schedule, right? She had the most consistent clients, whatever, which is why the owner was so scared to fire her. Um, and as soon as I got in, she, she tried to push me around on a zoom And I gave her one warning on the Zoom, and then she did it again on the Zoom. And I said, you can leave the Zoom now. You've been fired. Um, And like in front of everybody. So uh, it's really nice when you are uh, an owner of something because you can say, yeah, this, no, absolutely not. You are not in in agreement with our core values. You are not uh, anybody that I want to be around. Uh, You're not going to make me feel like 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 a this. And you can move on from there. But in a volunteer sales force, you can't fire anybody right? Um, It is your prerogative to remove people from chats. It is your prerogative to not talk to them. It is your prerogative to lead um, and or not lead. It is your choice. However, you cannot remove their distributorship, right? So because you cannot remove their distributorship, uh, I just think this is one of those things where if we learn to forgive, we actually are able to grow a lot more, okay? And this is not something that is like a one-time action. It's not like, oh, I forgive you. How many of you have been in a relationship maybe where somebody did something horrible? You're like, yeah, 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 I forgive you, uh, but I don't forget, right? It's one of those things where you have to remember over and over and over and over again that we are humans, okay? And so there is a process in regards to forgiveness and certainly in business. And, and look, it's not to say everything I say today is gonna be the be all, end all, the most perfect way ever to not uh, have issues anymore with people, um, but I think it is important that you then, Wookie, dub, no, no, no. Yeah, like, oh God, Jumping off the damn couch again—it's like she doesn't think she had surgery. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, making sense of those situations, okay? And so, I want to help some of you because I know some of you have very significant drama in your organizations. <laughs> Let her live for life. Um, hopefully, move past that and move into more productive, um, productive tasks, productive stages of business, etc. So, the first step to forgiveness is just acknowledgement. OK, so acknowledge the hurt not only on the side of who did what, but also how you may have played into that. I think sometimes it's really easy, especially as you start your business, to put the blame, the, the justification, the, all, of the, all of the reasoning, et cetera, uh, on the other person. And I have found that the more I take the blame, it actually ends up alleviating a lot of the drama. Um, I was in a conversation with somebody just the other day not on our team. And, uh, I was basically saying, I was telling them exactly how they, uh, were making me feel, you know? Uh, but I didn't say it like that. I just said, here's the situation, here's the situation, here's the situation. And that person was developed enough to say immediately, no, my God, that's cause of me. Like, Whoa, no, I I've done that. I, I backed off. I did this. I did that. And to me, that's a, that's a massive sign. Hi. It's a massive, massive sign of personal development when somebody can say, yes, um, there are definitely two parties involved in, in business and in life and in situations. So acknowledge the hurt, who hurt you, what's the situation, and why did they do it? And that part of, um, of um, what did they do and, and why did they do it, that why did they do it, write that down especially, why did they do it? I think sometimes when we are angry about situations, we don't realize, we don't see it from the other person's perspective, right? But why would you, right? You're not living their life. You don't know why they said those things. You don't know why they did those things. So are you taking the opportunity to, to quite frankly, ask? Are you taking the opportunity to say, hey, hold on a minute. When you did this, this is how I felt. Why did you do that? Like, What? Well, well, like, I just... I'm not even coming from a place of anger. I just want to know, why did you handle the situation like that? Why did you do that? What is the context of the situation, okay? And when you do that, it allows you to move forward, right? Because a lot of times, um, like for any of us who have had courageous conversations, as I like to call them, that's always part of the conversation. Like, why did that happen? Like, how many times have I said that to some of you, right? Like, well, I don't know. Like, why, why did that happen? And you'll say something and I'll be, or you'll say something to me and I'll go, whoa. I had no idea that when I did that, that made you feel like that. That is not the outcome I was trying to have. Does that make sense to anybody? Like how you perceive things sometimes is not at all how the person expected you to perceive it. How do you do that without wanting to control everything? Well, here's the thing, Angela, and anybody who's thinking that, um, I think it's normal to want to want to control everything. Okay? I think it's normal to want keyword want to control everything I think that it is also important to remember you can't and especially when it comes to people you can't so a lot of leadership and forgiveness is saying okay hold on a minute like I don't really know why you're acting like this however I still respect you I still see you we just don't agree we're not eye to eye on this situation and a lot of the times, you know, with closest friends, you might notice, yeah, I'm definitely not eye-to-eye with Stephanie on this. I'm not eye-to-eye with Angela on this. I'm not eye-to-eye with Chelsea on this. I'm not eye-to-eye with Megan on this. I'm not eye-to-eye with whomever on this. But then it's coming it together and finding that common ground, right? You don't always have to be right. Um, not to say that this is my Bible that I go by, but I remember something Eric said one time. He said, do you want to be right all the time or do you want to be rich? Cause I used to fight people like a lot, like not physically. Okay. But I used to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing because that was my nature from the way I grew up. And he was telling me, right, but you're, you're pushing away good people. He wasn't even talking to me. I don't think I just took the training, you know, he's like, you can be right in every situation and leave every conversation. Like, yes, I'm the best. I won that argument. Okay. But like, did your top leader quit? or stop selling, or leave altogether, or stop talking to you, well, then I don't know that you can say that you were right at all because you're actually being detrimentally hurt more than anything, right? Does that that make sense? So maybe some of you want to write that down. Do you want to be right? you want to be rich? And I guess that kind of goes into, this is not the second point at all of forgiveness, but I guess that kind of goes into also like, how patient are you going to be? Can you slow down a little bit? Right, so much of this business is human dynamics. So much of it. Right? And if you've got your top leaders fighting with you, even if it's 100% you know their fault, it's not useful. You're not moving your organization forward. And that's why this is so important because if you come together in alignment, at least in the business, y'all don't have to be friends, but if you come together in alignment for the business, you can move forward, all right? So the next step is consider how whatever that situation was, whatever the pain is, whatever, you know, word you want to use to describe it, consider how it's actually affected you. And the key word there is consider, right? Because that means you have to think before you make a decision on how you act, right? So before you decide, okay, I'm going to forgive you or I'm not going to forgive you, etc. Like, I want you to think about the, the the actual feelings that have happened since whatever it was that happened, okay? How has the pain, if you will, or the situation, if you will, or the emotions, if you will, changed you, right? Ask yourself, this is, the, this is so important, how bad of a mistake was it to your business or to your life or to someone else or whatever? Or were your feelings just hurt in the moment and then you've blown it out of proportion? Some of you, one of the keys to forgiveness is going to be stepping away for a minute. Okay? I know you want to respond. I know you want to say things right away. I know you want to react right away, but sometimes it is better to just slow down for a minute and say, like, am I blowing this way out of proportion? Like, why am I acting, you know, I hate saying the word act, but why am I acting the way that I'm acting around this, right? So just slow down. Um, and especially in a instant gratification world, a text message world, where it's so fast to go boom, 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 boom. I'm not saying don't read the text message. I am saying if you want to preserve the relationship, more often than not, wait. You don't need to respond right away. Now don't ignore them for like weeks on end, okay? But like when you know you're feeling hot and bothered, when you know you're starting to get uh, agitated, when you feel your blood pressure rising, it's probably not the best time to send a text message back, okay? Okay? probably not the best time unless you really want to cause a total blowout blow up whatever you want to call it all right the next step for forgiveness this one's really important as well is acceptance because here's here's something I gotta say first of all you cannot change the past you cannot change the past and second of all people do change Okay, like, and I'm going to use an example that's a little timely, and I don't, and please don't take offense to this at all, it's just a situation that makes really good sense with what I'm training right now, so I'm not telling you how I feel about it either way, but you probably can guess how I actually feel about it. Right now, John Gruden, do you guys know what's going on with John Gruden right now? Do you know who John Gruden is? Okay, so I figured you might not. Okay, that's okay, I will tell you. So John Gruden was a former Raiders something, which is a football team. Okay. I don't know what position he played. He was like a star something or other. No, no, he, no, no, no. I'm talking in the past, like 30 years ago. So I don't know. Maybe he was like a running back or something. I don't know what he was. Quarterback, running back. Line, who, who freaking knows? He was a something. He was a star of the Raiders. He played for years and years and years and years and years. Then he went on to be a pundit, like a star pundit. He was a a color commentator um, on ESPN. Okay, so he would add the color uh, on ESPN about football. Okay. And then John Gruden went, decided to go back and be the head coach of the Raiders because that is his team. Like that was the team that he was in love with. Um, it would kind of be like the equivalent for those of you that don't follow sports very closely. Not that I do, obviously, but, um, the equivalent of like once Tom Brady is done playing football, if he ever is, I don't know. I think he's going to turn into a robot and then he'll turn into an alien and then he'll just play for another 84 seasons. Um, but this is his 22nd season. How crazy is that? Um, You can tell I've been to the gym a lot because they have TVs on at the gym and I read the little headlines. (laughs) Okay, I'm not actually watching any TV or following the news. But anyway, trainings come from these things, right? So after Tom Brady eventually retires, um, because maybe he feels like taking walks in the park or something, he may go on to coach the New England Patriots, like, that would make sense, right, that's the team that he is, like, he plays for the Buccaneers, but he obviously loves the Patriots, like, duh, okay, so, I say all of that to say, John Gruden went back to the Raiders, John Gruden then had emails that came out, I guess, earlier this month or something, from literally a decade ago, plus, Okay, so like 15 years ago, he sent out um, emails that were allegedly and probably are because he did just resign uh, misogynistic. So that just means anti-women for those of you that English is not your first language. So anti-women and then racist. Okay, Um, and in all of that, he stepped down and resigned, which whether you agree with that or not, cool, that's not the point of the story. One of the story that I'm saying is I want you to think about this. Do you think that we are in a different climate 15 years later, 10 years later, whatever it is, than um than now? Like what what was the world we were in 10 years ago? Do you now I don't know. Maybe John Gruden has not changed. Okay? So like don't you don't like whatever. All right? But how many of you would love to be judged for I'll use myself as an example. Facebook posts I put out 15 years ago. Like the famous Jesse Lee wants to stab a bitch from earlier this week, 15 years ago. Like, am I that person? Or have I grown? Now, I don't think I've ever sent racist or misogynistic or anti-gay or anything messages or emails or whatever but I ask for you to think for yourself have you been a perfect person because what people tend to do is they tend to judge so easily so quickly are we to judge John Gruden and 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 name the people instead of saying in the last 10 or 15 years has somebody educated him on women's rights a little more In the last 10 to 15 years, has anybody talked to him about racial um, injustice? In the last 10 to 15 years, has anybody talked to him about prejudice and white privilege? In the last 10 to 15 years, has he changed at all as a man? And I say that to you because we're on this call, and how much have you changed in the last six months? There's stuff I said six months ago that I don't really want popping back up, I'm sure. Like, I don't know what. I'm not like nothing's popping in my head right now. But we've all changed. We've all developed. We've all said, there's no reason that that should bother anybody. Why is that bothering them? They're just being stupid. And then we've changed and we've grown. And so I say that because part of forgiveness is accepting you cannot change the past. That, like, I don't want to say that poor man, he's not poor at all, but that man, right? We're literally the world right now, or, you know, the sports world, I should say, is judging him based off of something he literally cannot reverse. No matter how much he wishes he could, no matter how much his uh, friends and family wish he could, no matter how much whatever. Oh my gosh, guys, like, 10 years ago? Unless he's done something in recent history, I hope to God, you know, people give him another chance, right? Not just because I don't know him, so I don't have any emotions towards him. But like, golly, I've screwed up in the past. So... A lot of the time when it comes to acceptance, which was number three, admit sometimes that whatever that anger and that emotion is that you're feeling, it doesn't redeem anything. Right? What are those actual emotions? Like if you're angry at somebody, is that moving you forward in your business is what I'm asking you. If you're angry at something somebody did three years ago, is that actually moving you forward in your business? If you're angry at somebody for what they did four years ago, I use four years ago because right now, obviously, 2017 was four years ago, and that's when like the most dramatic whatever of my life happened. Like, I'll talk about four years ago. You guys know I'm an open book. Four years ago, if you don't know, I sent a text message that called a master distributor a rapey bastard. <laughs> um. I won't give you my opinion on the situation four years later, but I can just say not much has changed, um, in my opinion, you know, like I just, I I don't know him anymore though, but like, you know, whatever. Um, but I will tell you, I would like to think I wouldn't send those same messages now in a group chat, right? I would like to think I've grown a little bit there in my personal development i'd like to think maybe some of the sassy things i used to send in group chats we don't send anymore um four years ago even even like maybe three and a half years ago the champ chat was like a little raunchy after dark i'm not gonna lie about it like oh my goodness like some of the things a lot of those champs aren't even still around anymore but like we were talking about this at we were talking about this in mexico how there was one champ. She's totally gone. She literally would send naked photos in the champ chat. You guys remember that? (laughs) Some of you remember, right? Come on. You know who I'm talking about, right? All right. We'd be like, whoa, (laughs) okay. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it's a real story. Like, I mean, I'm not telling you who, but like it literally is a thing. And <laughs> Lee, what is happening? I don't know. It's just I'm just telling you. This is uh the champ chat's not like that anymore. So don't be scared to earn your free car. All right. Um. But but I <laughs> there's not butts and boobs or anything in the champ chat any longer. So um. Yeah. Of herself. Like I'm not kidding. Like leaned up on cars and stuff. Do you guys remember this? Can I? I'm not the only. Do you remember Brittany? Thank you. Okay, you guys think I'm joking. I can see on your faces you think I'm literally telling tall tales. I'm not telling tall tales. These are real stories. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, 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 anyway. Uh, My point is I wouldn't use screenshots of her from three and a half years ago against her now. And if she wanted to, me to forgive whatever's going on, all the nasty things she said about us, our team, me in particular, whatever, like I would give her the benefit of the doubt that maybe she's grown a little bit as a person, all right? And any anger that I had toward my last company four years ago, like it is what it is. And if you think that this is just me saying it because I wanna be like, oh no, forgiveness is so important, I want you to think about something. I now literally share stages. Share stages with some of these people that made it their life mission four years ago to ruin me. Like screenshots I have of these people sending messages four years ago of like, you know, don't let her in your company. Like ruin her. Ruin her. Literally those are the words they would use. Ruin her. Like destroy her. Don't let her back in network marketing. Right? Like, and now I, I can sit with them in Eric's house or I can share a stage with them or I, I, I'll hug them goodbye, you know? Not because I love them, right? Not because I want to be friends with them, but because I chose to forgive. I chose to think, okay, well... Maybe they were really scared four years ago that I was some crazy demon lady. Maybe they were scared four years ago that I was going to ruin their company. Maybe they were scared four years ago that that our team was getting too powerful. Maybe they were scared four years ago that we were becoming like omnipotent almost in ways in that company. Like, I don't know. And so I choose to forgive them because what good, what good is the anger? And I want you to write this down. Forgiveness is not for them. Forgiveness is for you. Some of you really need to understand that. Some of you have conversations you know you need to have with somebody and you're not having the conversation with them because you're like, oh my gosh, I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want them to feel like this. I don't want them to feel, 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 feel. I don't want... Like, I don't know if they... I don't know how they feel about me anymore. I just also know it's not my business how they feel about me. Because my choice to forgive them will forever outweigh anything. Because it doesn't matter how they think about me, how they feel about me, what their opinions are of me. I don't have animosity toward them. And when you have that forgiveness in your life towards all these situations, your downline, your crossline, your upline, your sideline, your CEO, your ex best friend, your whatever, whoever has hurt you, you're free. Okay, whoever that ex was, that was a total psychopath. Who is he? Who is she? You got their face in your head right now? I know you do. Who is that? Who is that person? Who's that person you're just pissed off at? You're letting them take up space in your head rent free every day that you don't forgive. And I'm not saying that you're going to stop thinking about them because that's just me probably kind of lying to you. Okay, I don't want to lie to you. But I will tell you that a lot of that a lot of that healing, it's got nothing to do with them and everything to do with you. Some of you, it's your parents. You need to forgive. They sucked. Can, who, who's part of the bad parent club? <laughs> I'm definitely part of the bad parent club. Like, I could run for president of the bad parent club. <laughs> All right? I might win that race, right? Who knows? I mean, terrible. But had I not chosen to forgive... I would be so paralyzed in so many other ways in my life. And so I really implore you to forgive. All right? It's for you. It's not for them. All right? The next step, okay, the next step is determine whether or not you're going to actually forgive. Because that is actually when the forgiveness process will either start or never start. Okay? Once you determine it has to be an actual goal of yours, once you say, yes, I'm going to forgive this person, that's where the action actually starts. Or you can just say, no, F this person, I'm not there yet, and that's okay, too. I want to give you permission to be like, I'm human and I'm still pissed. That's okay, too. None of us are perfect, okay? Okay. Um, Okay, so I'll answer this really quickly. There's a question about the bad parenting in the chat. Um I want to tell I'll just tell you guys really quickly for those of you that that don't know this part and this is applicable in your business too, but obviously I've had this conversation with parents as well. Um both sets of my both of my parents, by the way. Um There's a really good book. It's called Boundaries. I've probably recommended it to this group a couple of times. If you haven't already read it, read it. For those of you that know, all of you need to set better boundaries, okay? I'm just gonna tell you, you probably do. But here's how boundaries actually work, okay? You can't just all of a sudden get so pissed at someone and say, you crossed a boundary. That's not how the boundary works. You have to set the boundary. So for me, I had a conversation with, I'll use my mom as the example first. I had a conversation with my mom and I just said, look, This relationship went a little wiry when I sent your fourth husband to prison, (laughs) okay? Um, And uh, it went really bad when you chose to consider saving him over having a relationship with your children. And so I just want to tell you all of the cussing and screaming at us and all of the anger and aggression toward us, I can't have in my life. And so if you want to talk badly about my cars or how hard I work or the life that I've chosen to live with my career choice and network marketing and, 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 and I hear it, I will not have you in my life anymore because it is detrimental to my mental health that I continue to allow you to break me down over and over and over again. And it's not that I don't love you as my mother. It's that I don't like that side of your personality and it affects me does that make sense? And she's like, Oh, okay. I understand. All right. Okay. You know what, Jesse Lee? Fine. I won't do it again. I won't, I won't talk about your little business. And I should have known as soon as she said that. Right. But like, I won't talk about your little business. I won't talk about your cars, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool. I really appreciate it. Okay. And then if you don't know what happened, basically a couple years ago, I show up for Christmas, I don't know what I was driving, a Range Rover or something, who knows, pull up to her house, I walk in her house, and uh, sorry for the little ears that are around, so I'll warn you, but immediately she goes, oh, you fucking bitch, and I went oh no, 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 no. Like we already established a boundary here. And then in the entire Christmas Eve, it was just one thing after my mom's also an alcoholic. So it was like the whole perfect storm. Right. Um, so crazy. And I left and I literally said, and here's how you uphold the boundary. I just said, I love you. Don't talk to me. Don't email me. Don't text me. We no longer have a relationship. And I walked out and I sobbed my face off for like three straight days. Okay, I'm human. But you have to choose to uphold the boundaries in your life or you are allowing people to enable situations. You're being the enabler, right? If I had said, oh, so you made me feel like a piece of crap uh, again, like you did for most of my life, right? And I'm just going to keep allowing you in, right? Then she, this is what crazy people do, by the way, guys, they try to use other avenues, so then it was trying to use my siblings. Oh, mom is so sad you won't message her. Can you please call her? Am I relating to anybody? Like, has anybody had anything like this happen in their life? Okay, trying, to, mom loves you. She would jump in front of a moving car for you. Like, blah, 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 all these things. You know, she sent me the da da, 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 And I just said, and you, know, you have to uphold your boundary. And for some of you, this is difficult because you know the holidays are coming and you're about to have to make a tough decision to uphold a boundary of not taking their grandkids around their grandparents, right? To preserve your mental health. But like, guys, this is important stuff. Like you're teaching your children, it's okay for their mother or father to be spoken to a certain way or treated a certain way. Like you have to think of the actual generational repercussions of things like this. This is not a forgive, I guess it's kind of a forgiveness conversation, but it's definitely a, a boundaries conversation. All right. So, um, Anyway, and so my brother, he messaged me again, and I just said, listen, the boundary will remain held until she goes to rehab and she goes to therapy. And until those two things happen, I had to basically host a funeral for my own mother who's still alive, okay? It's not easy, but a lot of you are still sitting on this call, living your life for somebody else, and that's a whole long shame conversation that we don't have time to get into right now, okay? Start standing in your own power. You deserve that, all right? So determine though, back to step four, determine whether or not you want to forgive because then you can start building the forgiveness process, right? Um, And don't take this lightly, like I said, because this does determine the future of your relationship with that person, all right? The next step after determine is repair. You wanna forgive, you have to actually repair the relationship, Because before any act of, you know, reconciliation basically can happen, you have to rebuild that connection at some capacity with that person, all right? And I'll tell you, this is where it gets so not fun, forgiveness, (laughs) because you have to be the one. Oh, my God, it is terrible being the bigger person when all you want to do is be the brat, Right? Oh, and all you want to do is, well, they didn't call me. Well, they didn't blah, 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 blah. I know. I know. They didn't extend the, uh, the olive branch. They didn't write me a card. They didn't blah, whatever, fill in the freaking blank. I know. But part of forgiveness is you deciding your goal because you were determined. You were determined to actively forgive this person. It is the little breadcrumbs, right? It is the little things, the I'm sorry's, the I did forgive you, the, hey, I just want to remind you, like, we're good. I know it's still a little awkward right now, but like, we're good. I, I do forgive you. So let's move forward in this. And this is so, this is applicable in everything. I know you're seeing it from a business side, but like some of you, it might be easier to see it from a personal side. And then take it into business. Whichever one, Some of you are on this side. Some of you are on this side. It all comes together. Everything in in your life and in your business is all interwoven. Just is. And it's not about repairing the relationship. Okay? Uh, Or it is about repairing the relationship. It's not about restoring the relationship. Does that make sense? Like, whatever the relationship was prior, it's gone. But it doesn't mean you can't restore it. And sometimes things that are restored, um, they can be even nicer, you know, than the things that were original. So don't take that to be a negative. Sometimes you can end up having a way better relationship than you ever had in the past because you tore it all down to the ground and you rebuilt it. You know, think of it almost like a, for my visual people, almost like flipping a house. You know, all all that's left is the foundation. All that's left are some of the slats in the walls. And now you get to rebuild it. So what new memories do you want to create? How do you want to restore the relationship? What do you want it to look like? And some of this, a lot of you, I'm guessing, probably all of you pretty much, you need to actually think about like, where you want... Like, You're getting, you're getting the opportunity to actually redesign this. So what do you want that relationship to look like? Because it is torn all the way down to the ground. So it's a fresh start. But Some of you need to have those conversations badly so you can create whatever it is that you want to create together, right? Um, but like I said, it's not, it's not repairing. It's restoration, okay? And it takes a lot of time. And this isn't something that you or they, depending on what side you're on, um, can set a time limit on. And all I mean by that is, I know, like some of you, I'll use a a relationship example as one. Some of you have probably been cheated on before, and you're still with that person. Right? You don't have to say yes, but I know. (laughs) Okay? Um, And maybe you've talked to nobody about it. Like, nobody knows. Okay? But you deal with it every single day. Right? Some people can get over it like this. Some people in their personalities, it's like you, mother, right? Like, and then you decide, all right, we're never gonna talk about it again. We're gonna move forward. We're gonna be happy. We're gonna do whatever. And then some of you, um, Now, that's not one of those things that I would be able to repair, personally speaking. Okay, I would just burn that shit to the ground. Uh, But anyway, for some of you that are like, no, I'm staying. I'm I'm whatever. Like, this is what's best for my family. This is what's best for me. Whatever. I respect that. Um, I just know my personality. Some of you might take years. Years to finish the restoration of the house so to speak. And so I would just tell you and remind you, give it time. Cause what you're going to be, what you're going to want to do, especially in business is if you have a beef right now with one of your leaders, you want to have one conversation with them. And then you want to be right brought right back into the, into the, uh, into the fold. This is a thing, right? Like you've blown up. I'll, I'll use a fake example. This is not a real situation. Let's say somebody No, I'll give you like one that like isn't a real situation. This is fake, but like it could happen. Uh, I doubt it, but let's say it happens. All right, so there's like this person who was a champ who was part of the part of like, let's say that they were part of like inner circle, whatever. And let's say that person quit. Alright, let's say that person quit and went out in hellfire, right? Like all over the anti network marketing stuff, all over everything, like, you know, like blowing up all about I I got the screenshots, Like doing like this demon stuff, right? Thinking that they're really doing something with their lives. Okay. And let's say they I don't know, find Jesus, because clearly He's missing from their life. All right. So, or God, or whatever you believe in. All right. So, since, since, uh, since whatever they're going through, they're going through, let's say that they have a come to Jesus moment and they realize, oh my God, I've been building my entire career off of hate. Right. Like all this hating the empire, all this hating network marketing, all this hating Jesse Lee, all this hating the original eight, all this hating la, 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 fill in the blank. I'm done with it because I'm realizing that the more I hate these people, the more I'm actually projecting that how much I hate my life. Okay. Yeah. This is a fake example, clearly. Okay. So let's say they call me one day and they say, I am so sorry. Like I don't know what I was thinking. I had a mental breakdown. Like, I literally went Looney Tunes. I ended up in a psych ward. I, you know, literally, my whole life fell apart. This is like, this is now we're getting hypothetical, okay? The rest was not. (laughs) Okay? And I would say, I would forgive, just so you guys know, on my perspective, like my side of it, I'd be like, I get it. It probably sucked when a whole bunch of people were hitting Pro Champ and you weren't. And it probably sucked when your group volume went from 62,000 to 10. And it probably sucked when you were no longer on empire stages because of that. And you weren't MVP for the last two and a half years, right? Like all these things probably sucked. I get it. And I would have compassion and I would have empathy. And what some people do then is they bring them right back into their inner circle Oh, you've been gone three years. Oh, you did nothing for the last three. Last time you sold a ketone was three years ago. Come on. Come on the trip. Oh, we've missed you. Come tell us how we should run this business. Come give us advice on how to scale the company. Come on. Oh, we missed you around here. But this is what people do. And so I want to remind you that some situations need to take a lot longer to come back to normal. Whatever that looks like to you. And back to the boundaries conversation, you are allowed to uphold that boundary. And it's easy to start repairing stuff, guys. Here's some things you can do. Can you start using kinder words? Can you start with little simple gestures? Little tiny gifts you know will make a difference to them. What are the ways that you can actually repair the bridge that you had part in breaking? Okay? Step six Ay, ay, ay. I'm sorry. I'm over time. I'll go fast. Learn. You have to learn what forgiveness means to you because for me, forgiveness doesn't mean I forget. Does that make sense? Like I do forgive, but I don't live in delusions of grandeur. Right? Makes sense. Like maybe there's a little bit of a guarded wall in some sense of the way, but like eventually over time, yeah, I'm going to be like, uh, oh, Yeah, they screwed up, but so have I. Like, it's fine. Like, I just don't forget because I don't have a bad memory. But I absolutely move forward. But learn for you what forgiveness means. Because, again, forgiveness is for you, not for them. Okay? And I guess the best word I can use for this sometimes is closure. And it's not closure from the whole relationship. It's closure from the situation. Remember, whatever that situation was that hurt you, can you find closure around that so you can move forward? And then the last step of forgiveness is the actual forgiveness. So you have to do all that freaking work to actually forgive. How fun. Oh, my God. Thanks, Jessie Lee. Great. So you're telling me I've got years of work to do. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay? Okay. You've got to finally decide you really have forgiven the person or people that wronged you, okay? And in some cases, this is through silence. A lot of the times, it is for me, okay? So, like, mentioning, again, the company and the leaders four years ago. No, I did tell one person I forgave them. Uh, but, oh, but that was literally because they were crying in my arms, okay? <laughs> I'm so sorry what I did to you. And I just said, look, I forgive you. I'm fine. Like, I really appreciate it. Aside from that, I've just decided to have closure and move on. Have closure and be kind. Have closure and say, okay, you know what? My life is really, really good because all of that happened. So my closure came a lot from the results that have happened because of all of the terrible things that did happen. Okay? So you don't have to vocalize forgiveness. But if you do feel the need to vocalize, you know, I'm so sorry, or I forgive you. You know what? What their reaction is doesn't really matter. Because forgiveness, like I said 16 times, is for you. What matters is that you have found a way to let go and move on. And that's what this is all about. There are things in all of your businesses and all of your lives that you are holding onto, it's like you're kryptonite and you don't even realize it. All that anger, all that resentment... All that hate, all that blaming, all of those traumas, all of that whatever it is that you're holding on to, it is not and it will never serve you. So I hope you choose to forgive because it is the most freeing thing on earth. And then you start to remember stuff when people hurt you again, like hurt people, hurt people, to be expected. Oh, well here we go again, like, goodness gracious, right, mamma mia, we'll do some, some Italy in here, right, like, you just look at things from a little bit of a different perspective sometimes when, when you're hurt, and when you actually forgive, and so I had a conversation um, last week with, with a leader, and she's like, how do you still allow people close to you after all the times you've been betrayed, and I just told her, and I'll tell all of you, because some of you have been hurt over and over and over again, We're human beings, first of all, so we all screw up. We all screw up. And then second of all, I said, don't let your heart run cold because of something people did. There are billions of people on this earth, and there are way more good people than there are bad people. There are just so many more good people on earth than there are bad And some of you, that's really what you needed to hear today probably is allow yourself to rebuild relationships with people. Allow people in. Because you cannot go through this human experience alone. It's not good for you. Police. It's not good for them. (laughs) And it's not good for your business. So I love you guys. I appreciate you very much. I hope that you choose today to grow a little bit, stretch a little bit, and choose to forgive somebody who maybe is... Weighing on your heart because you actually need to forgive them. So I love you guys. Like I said.